The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the Ice King's Anus, it's Geek Show Podcast. Ow. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? It's so cold. It's so cold everywhere. What? All right, on this episode... Danic Jericho is leading a group of Imperial Senators and Representatives to allow smoking of death sticks on the Imperial Senate floor. The Death Stick Caucus reminds you that nicotine frees your mind. That's not cancer you're catching from Danic's death stick. That's freedom on today's Geek Show. Geek Show, Geek Show, Geek Show! showpodcast.com yeah oh <laughs> hi everyone hello uh, welcome and uh, welcome we're all here today ladies and gentlemen rebecca frost jay jay whitaker shannon barnson mr b is here lee george cade and two tall tony quad t tony eccles who's off oh <laughs> we're all here today Sorry, comment full Megazord. Full Megazord indeed. Yeah, full Megazord. Megazord. That's right. Bang, bang, Geek Show gang. What's up? <laughs> I like that full Megazord. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's get underway, shall we? All right. Mm. Uh, big news. The big news this week. <coughs> yes, was <laughs> was the uh, the Mandalorian season three trailer. Oh, Did I have issues. Y'all watch this. I haven't watched it yet. It's I, I, also ha- I also haven't watched it yet. I have oh. issues. I have one. So many Mandalorians. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. I have, I have a huge issue. Just right here. Let's get it out of the way. Too shiny. Why? Why is this IG-88 leg standing on this stormtrooper statue? I can answer that question. Because <laughs> oh, really? there's a because there's a statue to him. There is a statue honoring IG-88 in the middle of the town because he saved the city. Remember? Well, that's IG-11. Oh. Or IG-11, I mean, yeah. Okay. I swear gotcha. to God, Lee. It's the same leg. <laughs> There's no God that's a societal construct, and the sooner we just get rid of those outdated concepts, the better off we'll be. Here we oh, go. Rebecca. Lee doesn't watch Star Wars. <laughs> he doesn't know. Oh, right. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3 premiered uh, during some sort of uh, sports ball event. I don't know why, but there you go. Uh, we and it looks beautiful. It's got all as as Mr. B said, so many Mandalorians. But the other thing about this, the trailer uh, was viewed more times than any previous promotion for a Star Wars series on Disney Plus. Uh, really? It drew a record eighty three point five million views in the first twenty four hours. Kablam! The Andor season two trailer drops. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, the trailer for the yeah. third season of The Mandalorian. Yeah. The other thing that's great about that trailer is uh, Grogu floating around in his little, like, Cadillac, mm-hmm. right? Just <laughs> fucking being a he, baller, using yeah, the force the like a baller. Force like, he's just like, bam! He, and he just looks like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, I'm pretty excited but, about uh, that. Yeah, so uh, here's the thing is that I'm looking at these numbers, and I'm like, uh, you remember when this was uh, not mainstream? <laughs> you remember? Yeah. You remember mm-hmm. when we first started this show, how none of this stuff was mainstream? And now yeah. it is. Well, yeah, if you go to any, like, elementary school, I guarantee you, you'll see, like, one-third of the children have something with Grogu on it. Yeah, I mean, it's just amazing yeah, to remember me how... how things change. Yeah. <laughs> you just get beat up right? for that, right, Carrie? Exactly. I was, looking, uh, I was looking at some pictures earlier, and I found some of my grade school photos, and... I have the, I have, you know, or it's junior high probably, Star Wars t-shirt on. I remember I got beat up for that shirt. Well, when I when I was a kid, I was walking around telling people about this show and about Grogu, and I was burned as a witch. You were? <laughs> I was in middle school when the episode one came out, and I remember thinking to myself, they're making another Star Wars? I thought they were all done <laughs> yeah. with those. Mm. I've, done I've with always those. been on the Star Wars hype train. Every Every VHS box set that got released, my parents would buy the upgraded one. 
And then, I, I, I still actually yeah. have the deluxe box set that has the uncut Star Wars on it. Wow. When I was oh, in the... utero, my mm-hmm. mom went to a all-day screening of the original trilogy at the villa. She's like nine months pregnant with me, so. <laughs> wow. A well, real one. I'll tell you, <laughs> I've, I've still got, and it's on VHS, unfortunately, is the original trilogy with the original special effects. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I got to tell you, people who bitch about the new effects, uh, go back and look at it again. Yeah, it's seriously. not that great. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Also, big news: um, The Last of Us on oh, HBO. Let's man. go! What a starter! What an impressive, <laughs> right? An impressive mm-hmm. debut episode, right? A lot of shows start out slow and build up, and this one's just like, hey, how about we just build up? How about yeah. we just go? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, it got. Do I, do I need to watch? Do I need to play the game before I watch this? Nope. No. No. Okay. No. no way. You're probably yeah. better off, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you won't have you any won't, spoilers won't, or anything. You won't see that first episode thing happening. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I do kind of know about that from, but yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Just curious. Thank you. Uh, you're you're breaking up a little, there, Jay. Is that uh, is that just me? Yeah, you sound like a robot. You sound like a robot a little bit. Oh, Might no, want to again. robot I'm will sorry. jump out and get back in or something. Yeah, robot maybe. with glasses. Uh, Restart or something. Right. HBO's Last of Us, series based on the video game, co-created by the game's architect, Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin. Oh. Yeah. Uh, delivered 4.7 million cross-platform viewers on Sunday night, according to Nielsen. Uh, the figures uh, trail only House of the Dragons nearly 10 million among HBO uh, series premieres in the past decade. And that one was big because, well, it had a name attached to it, Game of Thrones. So Wait wait a minute. The huh? 4.7 million is the second biggest, and 10 million is the biggest, so there's a gap of... That big. 5 million plus? Holy yeah. cow. Still, still not the last episode of MASH numbers, but hey. Well, that's I don't think anything ever that's will be, because that's what back when you had three channels to watch. <laughs> Uh, HBO says the show's first night audience typically is 20% to 40% of, of its eventual total over the course of its run because not everybody like me has cable and watches it on cable, you know, uh, so, uh, they're, uh, they're thinking that that number will in fact go up. Oh yeah, for sure. But, uh, yeah. Got it. Uh, it won't it should, be me. It won't be you? You're not going to watch No, I will, <clears throat> I will never watch this show. Oh yeah? It's pretty gloomy. You- you afraid of mushrooms? Yeah, I, I don't do purposeful depression. Uh, oh, yeah. anymore. No, it's <laughs> my real okay. life is depressing enough. I don't need this shit. As <laughs> okay. as I was watching it in the nice brown muted color tone palette, and I was like, eh, this isn't for Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say that if the pattern holds for this show, it will likely end up in the range of twelve million to twenty three million viewers for for uh, by the time it's done. So uh, yeah, it's doing well. It's doing well. Uh, oh, also doing well, Megan. <laughs> Mithrigan. I want to see this. Mithrigan. So good. Do you, do, you like, do you like this high resolution picture I found? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's a great one. Isn't it good? I <laughs> hope good. all of you watching on big screen TVs right now are incredibly impressed. <laughs> Looks enhanced. sharp. Uh, <laughs> Megan, it's already been enhanced. Megan is sewing do well, uh, doing so well that they've already announced a a sequel. Uh, Megan. Megan 2.0 is what it will be M-tugan. called. M Tugan. M Tugan. Too, too Megan, too furious. Oh, dang it, that's a better joke. Well played. <laughs> that is. Mm-hmm. Too, too Megan, too. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Megan, too furious. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah. So it's uh, it's a go. It's going to happen. And uh, already, you should start planning your Halloween costume around Megan. <sighs> yes, Lee. I mean, uh, I ain't about that. <laughs> Uh, and this is a trailer that I found, uh, and no one's talking about this show but me, but I'm looking forward to it. Hello Tomorrow! <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I want you to go and watch the trailer for this, because this show, style alone, I'm going to watch it. Uh, because of, because of the, it combines that 1950s look with futurism. Okay. And so it's it's it, it reminds me of that scene in uh, Captain America with uh, with the the Stark mobile the, the floating car, it reminds me of that. Uh, and what it is is it's about the salesmen who are selling timeshares to live on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Do they actually have 
like ability to get to the moon in this movie or are they just well, you know selling well, parcels like, of like, land on mars like people are doing now well, well it's we like when know. people would sell certificates like you own this star congratulations you're a um, lord yeah exactly yeah. one foot so yeah. it's this it's this great vintage production design that you need to look at but uh here's here's the uh here's the synopsis of the show i mean you know the question as you watch this are the timeshares a scam are aliens real maybe it's both but here's this here's the synopsis for it set in a retro future world hello tomorrow centers around a group of traveling salesmen hawking lunar timeshares billy crudup right there stars as jack a salesman of great talent and ambition whose unshakable faith in a brighter tomorrow inspires his co-workers revitalizes his desperate customers but threatens to leave him dangerously lost in the very dream that sustains him uh each re each episode's 30 minutes it's gonna start on april 7th i believe what channel oh, no wait the first three on february 17th uh, 10 episode run on Apple Plus. Okay. Right. Apple TV Plus. So look, go and watch that trailer for Hello Tomorrow. <laughs> you have to say it that way because there's an exclamation point at the end. I love it. <laughs> Needs to have six O's at the end of Hello, though. As you, hello. As you, as you, exactly. as you watch this trailer, you'll think to yourself, that's what the Tomorrowland movie should have been. It's that I liked kind the of Tomorrowland style. movie. I know. But, I, uh, this... I personally would like to see it um, starring John Mulaney and Nick Kroll's characters from Oh Hello on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh <-huh>. tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I also think that Billy Crudup could play Bob Dobbs if they ever made a movie. Anyway. Totes. With, with Phil Hartman gone. Because there's it's that true. one episode of SNL where they said that Phil Hartman was a robot and he had a pipe in his mouth and he was grinning. And I was like, <gasps> Bob Dobbs. <clears throat> Google it, kids. Uh, yeah. Reb Rebel Moon, this Zack Snyder thing. Whoa, that's an even better picture I, than the Megan one. That... Well, no, because I was thinking, <laughs> Lee, find a picture that's appropriate for your admiration and respect of Zack Snyder. Mm, oh, there it is. Got him. Something that we can't even see. Yeah. So, should have just got a picture of the moon. <laughs> so earlier this week, Netflix revealed its slate of tentpole films for 2023, and Rebel Moon was among them, of course. Uh, but what they did say, the uh, co-head of original films at Netflix uh, spoke to Variety, and he said that uh, we're, we're going to release this. <laughs> oh, my. We're going to release this in two parts because it's that long. I mean, it's that big. <laughs> <laughs> that good. That, that, that good. <laughs> here's, here's, this, here's what he said. When we saw how long, excuse me, how big the world that was that he created... <laughs> Uh, we thought it would be better served as two pieces versus one film. It's the kind of story that can continue to grow, you know. Uh, and it, but it, here's the thing. December 22nd, we're not going to be able to see it until the end of the year. Yeah, oh. that's what I was going to say. They're hyping this up oh, a whole year in advance on a streaming platform. I think the ship designs look amazing. Like, there's some things about it that I'm really excited about. I just, mm -hmm. I mean, I kind of... I would love to see that guy do a romantic comedy because it'd be the biggest downer ever made. <laughs> just An like unromantic some, comedy. Some guy brooding at the Panera Bread, <laughs> longingly in sepia tones, staring at the barista as she gloomily makes his chai tea in his sandwich. You gotta fit a slow-mo. Slow motion pushes yep. it to him. Yep, they, there we go. They met cute at Panera Bread. <laughs> Meat cubes? I'd, I'd watch that. I'm sure Netflix, yeah. Netflix would pay a ton for it. It's as already well. greenlit. It is. <laughs> Anything you want, Zack Snyder. We're Netflix. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, now this is a. It's a book. I've not read the Chron the Chronicles of Amber. No. Uh, oh, there. Oh, that's are. that's that, that book written cool. by the I, 311 guys. <laughs> that is the color of your energy. Um, oh. <laughs> But here's, uh, here's an example of, as, as io9 puts it, I like this. Here's an example of using your clout and popularity for the benefit of everyone. Stephen Colbert has joined the long in the works campaign to make these books into a series. Wait. Good for him. Long in, the, long in the works? Judging by the art on this cover, yeah. it's been yeah. in the works for about 40 or 50 years. <laughs> well, already on board is Robert Kirkman, okay, Skybound well, Entertainment. That's it for me. I'm in. And the, apparently there's 10 novels, first published in 1970, and some other short stories. 
Uh, the story begins with Corwin, who makes up, who wakes up in New York City hospital with amnesia, but soon learns he is a prince who's able to travel between dimensions contained within the realm of amber. No. So he got privilege in both dimensions. <laughs> I yeah, guess both. <laughs> so if you if you don't want to buy all ten books, there's an omnibus that has them all collected. So oh, they're not very ah. big books then, because that oh, omnibus isn't too. This big. omnibus is thirteen hundred pages. Yeah, but still, look at these. Look at this guy's abs. Well, this is the seventies. People Let's needed. Think. People were doing lots of cocaine. They didn't have time to read big books. Yes, short attention spans. You right, one hundred and fifty pages tops. Yeah. So that's Stephen Colbert using his money, his nerd money. To make something that he truly loves, I, love I, I chose I chose this because that's actually a Boris Vallejo cover, and uh, oh. very very rare that Vallejo actually drew je- or painted jeans. That's true. Uh, this guy's way overdressed for a Vallejo character. And this is the rare Vallejo without a nude woman. Uh, that's the other right, thing. right. I mean, she's in there somewhere. There's always a nude woman, but she's hidden in there, off screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she's like hidden. on the side. She's like. Honey, those pants got to go. You're wearing too much clothes. It's just two feet behind the guy in the pants. Yep. Uh, okay. Is anyone watching one of these two shows, Chucky or nope. Reg- Reginald the Vampire? No. no. What? No. He's a Reginald well, what? Yeah. Reginald hey, the Vampire. That's the guy See? from the, the show. Ned. Ned. About with spiders. Yeah, Ned yeah. Leeds. It's spider yeah. Ned. Well, apparently someone's watching these shows because they're getting new seasons. Um, mm. Chucky's getting a third season due to come out later this fall. And Sci-Fi has a second season of the comedy horror Reginald the Vampire. Didn't Chucky just get like acknowledged or something at an awards show? Yeah. They said, look, yeah. there's Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> you have we been acknowledged. acknowledged. You, <laughs> so I guess, anyway, these uh, uh, Reginald the Vampire based on Johnny B. Truant's Fat Vampire novels. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's the name of the novels that this is based on, but they changed it to Reginald the Vampire. Okay. Uh, stars Ned Leeds there as a regular dude turned into a vampire. Uh, so anyway, it's on Sci-Fi, and it's getting another season. So I, I would probably watch these shows if Sci-Fi didn't make things so hard to watch if you're not hooked up to cable. They so do, don't their, they? Yeah, yeah it's like, them and uh, Cartoon Network do the same thing. Yeah, like I really like a show that was on sci-fi called Killjoys and finding Killjoys streaming is impossible and it's not even that old of a show and it's pretty good. It should be oh. a, a slam dunk. Like it should be anywhere and everywhere, right? So, it should be. But sci-fi is like, no, subscribe to our thing mm-hmm. or and to subscribe to their thing, you have to be signed up to cable because they want to know who your cable provider is just to be able to stream one of their shows. Yep. Wow. It's no pretty idea. dumb. It's very 2013 HBO. All right. Uh, let's see. And is anyone watching Snowpiercer, the, scene, no. the series? No, I wanted I to. But... Yeah, well, same. I mean, Debbie here, Diggs is cool. Here it goes. You can't. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> you can't okay. Tell it's me. on T. Okay, it's it's on TNT, and it, it, it has been on since 2020. It's 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 got three seasons. Okay. But yeah. if you're watching the show and waiting for the fourth and final season to air. You're going to be waiting a while. It won't be airing on TNT or anywhere else. Where? Exactly. According to Deadline, the show's abrupt end may have to do with tax write-offs. We've heard this one before, right? Are they doing like a road show? We have to go watch the last season as they tour it? I guess. (laughs) Uh, The call to not air the season, which is done. Oh, wow. uh, Was made towards the end of, of last year. Spokesman for TNT told Deadline that the uh, network has been working collaboratively with the producers since last year to help the series find a new home where fans can continue to enjoy the compelling story and blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on with this. Your good luck seeing the final season of Snowpiercer if you are a fan. Again, Jeez. it's that whole tax write-off thing. This is it's done. This it's season a bad is done. Trend that they're doing. Yeah. It's a terrible trend. You, I saw you a tweet. Finish. Sorry, Rebecca, go ahead. Uh, I saw a tweet that was like these shows that are getting canceled as soon as they're finished take away from people's future ability to work because people right. get work based on their credits and if their show doesn't air, they don't get that credit. Mm. And so exactly. therefore, their work doesn't get seen by other employers. Exactly. Wow. I mean, there's a there's a show that I love that got a second season. It's called Chad. 
I and loved Chad. Chad is the a first great, season. It's a great little show, and it's uh, I keep forgetting her name. Uh, she Nassim was on Padrad. Nassim Padrad. She plays a fourteen-year-old boy or thirteen-year-old <laughs> boy. It's so good, and it's so funny. And it that season is done, but they're not showing it anywhere. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so this is this seems to be the trend in Hollywood these days. Taking your tax right so off. So is that how they get around the contracts? They're like, well, we filmed it. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. we, pay, we paid you. Fulfilled. Contract fulfilled. You're just not getting any royalties. We spent know. all the money on it, but screw yeah. you. Wow. That, that's depressing. It I is. see that in the game industry, too, actually. The game, yep. that, the game that I play, uh, Star Citizen, because it's technically not released. Anybody who started working at that company... Usually, if you work in the game industry, you, when you apply for a job at another company, you have to show games that have shipped, the games yep. that have been released, or they don't really consider that legitimate stuff for your portfolio. So this game has been in development for 11 years. They've got people who have been working on it their whole careers who can't leave the company because they don't have a shipped game on their resume. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Which They better just settle in because that game's never actually never. going to official... Never. I, I seriously, I'm I'm leaving it to my great grandchildren. <laughs> Here's the ships I bought in Star Citizen 75 yep. years ago. The login enjoy is enjoy your riches. <laughs> the login is Lee is cool. <laughs> Here you go. Enjoy it. Sell it. Retire it, and, uh, and but, buy a ranch. Somewhere. It's but right that, next to my Beady Baby collection. Yes, yes, I'm yes, sure yes. is worth something. Oh, now, see, doc, now, Dr. Paul points out that TNT, TBS, they are part of Warner Brother Discovery. Oh, oh. So these are the trick. guys. These are they, the guys who are doing this. Yeah, they promised us they were done with that. Like last you, month, they said we're done with like, the tax write downs and all that. BS. And you trust what these people in charge say? Yeah, these Fair seem point. like the kind Fair of people point. who enjoy edging videos. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Almost there. <laughs> Almost there. Nope. <laughs> I mean, uh, can't say that. Okay. He said edgy, edgy videos. <laughs> yeah, that's edgy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Eddie. I think he said Eddie videos. Uh, yeah, Eddie, Eddie videos. Eddie videos. Yeah. 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 All those. Iron Maiden. Yeah. Eddie, God. Eddie. Eddie. Or he's a fan of Pearl Jam, Eddie Vedder videos. Oh. No. Or Eddie from Iron Maiden. <laughs> Eddie that was a quick no. Yeah. Can we have an Eddie fan off? Of, fanny, we... Fan of Eddie Vedder and Lee Cade, things that are not said in the same sentence. <laughs> so let's have all the Eddies go up. Like, we can get Ed, Eddie Murphy, mm -hmm. uh, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Eddie Redmayne. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Eddie Redmayne. Um, Eddie the zombie monster from Iron Maiden. Eddie Amin. No, that's not, you can't. That's is that Eddie Munster? Yeah, that And be Eddie that. on a river. Eddie Garcia. Eddie, Eddie Falco. Eddie oh. Eddie Falco. That's a good Falco. Go. <laughs> All right. Uh in the MCU, uh they've they've said yeah. Eddie Sadly, Brock got one. MCU. There we go. <laughs> Sadly, Marvel Studios has not been making as much money as they could because their movies are banned in China, pretty much. Too many ghosts. <laughs> well, it's if you look at the look at the ones that are banned in China. Let me read a list to you, and you'll fi you figure out what what's the deal. Uh, Black Widow, Spider Man: No Way Home, The Eternals, Shang Chi, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh... All of them have social structures in the story that are upsetting to the uh, to the chinese government and ghosts but and ghosts but and multiverses uh, but they have agreed to show black panther wakanda forever and ant-man and the wasp quantum mania in Why? china uh, i guess that they're okay by the chinese government did hmm. you even though there's know, a ghost jeremy renner broke 30 bones. Is that, is that yeah, the total? So, yeah. 30? 30? 30 uh -huh. bones. I have a feeling he's effed. He, he tweeted know, out today that he's he's like, he appreciates everybody's support and everything. Yeah. They, they showed him getting like some kind of physical therapy or something. Uh, mm. I think he'll be okay. He probably 30. just won't be as agile as he used to be. Yeah. Definitely not going to be as agile as he used yeah. to be. Wow. I don't know. Kate Bishop going to need to... Really so up. wasn't wasn't the big <laughs> thing with China and the MCU movies is that they would find like one thing that they didn't like in the movie and so they oh, just yeah. banned it all together. So, Eternals. Yeah. Eternals yeah. is a good example. There's a there's a gay couple in there. So they Lightyear. Well, and, you know. and one of the movies was directed by a a former 
I can't remember exactly somebody uh, somebody of Asian ancestry who was critical at one point of China's government. So they're like, mm-hmm. nope, banned forever. Well, for yeah. sure, they'll so, do that. Yeah. yeah, I think that might have been Black Widow. I don't know. Anyway, uh, there's just so many; it's hard to keep track of them all. Um, mm. So John Williams. Uh, he, uh, you know, the conductor, he does the mu- music for the movies that we love. <laughs> All his, of them. His beard uh, is timeless. We have... <laughs> So's yours. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, he, uh, now we, we heard a few months ago and we reported it on this show that he said he was going to retire after this Indiana Jones 5 thing. I'm hanging up my baton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And he said, uh, you know, he said, if, if, if Harrison can retire, that maybe this will be my last film. If Harrison Ford can do it, I can too. Uh, but he appeared last week alongside Steven Spielberg. Uh, and uh, he was asked, if, are you really retiring? Uh, and Williams replied, standing next to Spielberg, he said, well, Steven is a lot of things. He's a director. He's a producer. He's a studio head. He's a writer. He's a philanthropist. He's an educator. One thing he isn't is a man you say no to. Oh, that's scary. Implying oh. that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so what I'm getting is, I would love to retire. <laughs> but this guy won't let me. You're not retiring. He's got my grandchildren in a basement. Well, then, then Spielberg said, you never told me that before today. We always said we'd retire at the same time. So if he's not, I guess I'm not either. I got to get working to find out what I'm doing next. Well, the answer is, he's going to do a documentary about John Williams. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. I'll watch that. That's yeah. really weird. Like, can you score your own documentary? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, talk to Michael Giacchino. What's oh. the, what's the like, here's the John Williams theme written and performed by John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> I hope all it's all right. tuba. Boom. I love that. I'm hanging up my humming mouth. Well, uh, and and in this story retire. though, in this story though, uh, Spielberg says we we've never disagreed because what am I going to do? Do the music myself? Mm. So <laughs> or hire God someone he else. Find another composer. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, so. <laughs> I'm just glad that Tom Hanks is finally old enough to play John Williams. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he can't grow a beard like that. So come on. if John Williams were to come to him and say, "Here's my soundtrack for the documentary." <laughs> 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 I love this cartoon. So Spielberg would go, all right. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I Here can't say, say no to you. Yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, finally, a couple of stories here. Um, Wait, is that how his voice really sounds? Yeah, just like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. yep. uh, it's, it's, an un- it's an uncanny impression. <laughs> honestly, so honestly, good. Carrie, I don't, I'm not familiar with his voice that much, so you could tell me anybody's voice, and I believe you. Like, no, it's, it's actually all... a documented fact that only Carrie has heard Steven Spielberg's voice. So we Can you do really an Eddie Murphy impression? Yeah. Uh, no. Yes. I don't. am Eddie Murphy. Yes. <laughs> oh, my Nailed God. You sound just Nailed like it. him. Uh, I've heard Spielberg's voice in real life at uh, that Critics' Choice Awards. When, oh, that's um, right. Uh, uh, he walked by us and uh, Jimmy screamed <laughs> at Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, why you always got to make me cry? <laughs> and he's, uh, like, he's like, I don't know. And, 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 and uh, Steven Spielberg just went, sorry. Sorry. So, how's <laughs> Carrie's impression? Is it accurate? Flat. It was straight on. It was straight amazing. on. Nailed it. Okay. I can just go ahead and name names, uh, Jay. I'll, I'll do impressions right now. Uh, Halle Berry. <laughs> I am Halle Berry. Hello. Oh, my How does this, he do it? This man What's don't miss. This <laughs> man wow. don't miss. Do Yo, wow. give, me a, give me a Timothy Chalamet. My name is Timothy Chalamet. Hello. Oh, impeccable. I got Absolutely one. impeccable. I want to hear your Carrie Jackson. Oh. Oh, hi. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Arnold hi. Schwarzenegger. I am Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hello. Wow. Fantastic. Wow. No notes. Right. Okay. I, 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 got, I got one. You, you cannot do this one. This will stump okay. you. All right. Jim J. Bullock. I am Jim J. Bullock. Hello. Jeez, oh, you're so good. Yeah, he's so good. Amazing. Thank Just you, Mr. Number- Rush. <laughs> Monday through Friday, 6 to 10. What are you guys doing? Hello. <laughs> Hello. I'm Jim J. Bullock. I, my wife. I, <laughs> yeah, Borat. Do Borat. That used to be my bit. Remember every impression <laughs> I did was wife. just Borat? It was Borat. 
Uh, don't ask me to do Selena, Selena Gomez, though. I can't. That's All right, Celine Dion. Trying. How about that? He's been trying. I am Celine Dion. Hello. <laughs> I've got how you how you Uncanny. got that French Canadian accent down Uncanny. so well. Is I didn't just... know you had range. Study. Yeah. You study. All right. Yeah. Uh, here's it's good news or bad news depending on how you feel about this sort of thing. Um, Tron Three moving oh. forward <laughs> with <laughs> with Jared Leto. Okay. Not like so, this. Wait, no, I, I saw that. I saw that and I was like, oh, I hope he goes method and goes and lives in a computer. <laughs> well, we can hope, right? <laughs> so I, I saw your note, Carrie, and I thought, I yeah. love Tron. I'm going to get a good picture from Tron. And then I saw Jared Leto and I was like, oh, I'm going to get an appropriate picture for this. So, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Wait, yeah. was Jared oh. Leto in Tron Legacy? No. Uh, no. I didn't think so. No, but he's been pretty vocal about how he wants to be in Tron. Zoom in on the hole. There oh, he wants Why? to. He wants to be Tron, is what he. Tony, wants to be. you can't yeah. say that. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Zoom in on the circle that looks like a hole. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance the so, hole. Enhance that hole. Let's see that Tron hole. <laughs> Show Go me down that. The Tron Enhance hole. that Tron hole. <laughs> so oh, the film yeah. pixel perfect. Wow. Tron That's hole. Tron hole. No, I. I just. I just found the effects from the first Tron. They're right here. Ah, this looks too good. Uh, the film will be called Tron Ares. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it's going to follow, you know, Tron Legacy, of course. And um, I just hope that they bring back Daft Punk to do the soundtrack because that's the. They're that, retired. That I know they are. Bring them out of retirement. I want it. That soundtrack is, is probably the fire. best. Yeah, it one really the, is one of the best movie soundtracks in history. Say that that movie's well, the best Tron movie ever made. I would agree with you. That's also a good statement. Did you guys ever watch the cartoon that they did yes. afterwards? That was super good, really? actually. It yeah. was. It was. Frodo was in it, and Frodo was like, oh, I got to go find Tron. And they're like, you can't find Tron. Go fix that bike. He's like, oh. What was it called? Tron. Uh, Legacy. Up uprising. Uprising. Tron, Tron oh, Uprising. Cartoon. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't too long Cartron. ago, was it? Uh, No, it, it came about out 10 like, years ago. Yeah. About the same time as the movie. Yeah, it was like two years after the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Tron Uprising. No. Really cool. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll look for that. I'll look for it. And finally, this story. Uh, as we all know, Julia Louis-Dreyfus is a national treasure. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a little too obsessed with her. Um, Me too. Her character, Contessa Valentina Allegra de La Fontaine, in the MCU, uh, she has gone to Marvel and said, I, I want to fight in the, in, in the Thunderbolts movie. Nice. Yes. Okay, Can I get a there. fight scene, please, yep. Mr. Feige? Yeah. She, uh, she said, I pitched it. I told Marvel, I really, really want to fight. We'll see if it happens. I haven't seen the script yet. So, Do you know what I saw at Walmart yesterday mm. uh, in the clearance section? An Everett Ross action figure. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. In the Wait clearance section? Come on. Because who's buying? <laughs> was, it, was it William Hurt or was it Harrison Ford? No, no, uh, no, 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 It was Martin Freeman. Yeah. Oh, Mar oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, not, but, but not, oddly uh, enough, that action Ross. figure at Walmart was more relevant there than he was in Black Panther too. Yeah. Well, that yeah. I, I was gonna say that's what happened because yeah. remember that Boom. remember that guy that they shoehorned into the movie and yeah. then they were like, hey, and we were married. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're just like, wait a second. They get the final cut and they're like, oh no, we need to get two white people in here quick. Exactly. That's the, yeah. that's literally why she, what it felt that's like. That's why though. she wants yeah. to fight in this movie. She's like, yeah. give me something to do because I had no freaking business in Black Panther. Like, I just showed up on a green screen yeah. set. No, seriously, like, if we don't, if we don't white up this cast real quick, we're gonna lose the Rust Belt. <laughs> so annoying. Every time, and I, and that was the thing. I, I I love I love me some JLD, but like I was just like, yeah. you do not need to be here yolanda abbott <laughs> nobody's supposed to be here it, 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 it's it's really sad how t'challa's dead huh yeah <laughs> remember how we were married yeah they're, anyway they're, they're, like, yeah. they're like shooting that in her manhattan apartment over dunkin donuts hey guys sorry about your king have you guys ever yeah. seen hamilton this reminds me of that <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. which one of you is george washington yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
Oh, all right. Uh, let's see. What? Uh, who wants to go first? What have y'all been consuming this week? Oh, I gotta get my spreadsheet. Uh, I got a list. Okay. Spreadsheet is yeah, amazing, right by the way. Oh yeah, my I got, gosh, I got uh, my spreadsheet. <laughs> I love the spreadsheet. It spreadsheet sounds like Rebecca's ready, so let's go. Well, I got oh. mine sitting right here too. Oh, you do? Go, okay. go for it, Shannon. Go, Shannon. All right, trash first. Let's get the trash out of the way. Uh, I haven't, you know, I've been sick, so mm-hmm. I just find stuff and it just plays. And one of them is the new season of Top Chef. <laughs> and it, yes. And it's, and it's killing me because there's this guy on it who got COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And he comes back and he still can't taste. Oh, that's going to be. And he's in a cooking competition. That's going to be not, rough. And I love it because he's not telling anybody. <laughs> and he can't taste. And so he'll like walk up to one of the other contestants and go, what do you think? <laughs> like, I shit you not. And he, He's like, what do you think? And they go, you know what? Could use a little fish sauce. So they put a little fish sauce in it. And then they, they go up to the judges and they go, but the real thing is that fish sauce. Oh. <laughs> and he's like always in the top. And I'm like, oh, you bastard. That's funny. Um, now, have you finished that season? Not quite yet. Have you okay. watched the whole thing? I've watched the whole thing when it aired. Yes. I hope that guy gets his cup up because I hate him. Uh, <laughs> All right. uh, second say. trash. Uh, finally, uh, watched the finally of Tulsa King. <laughs> oh, I I, I, mean, a, I got about halfway through that season. Should I keep going? Uh, if you like beautiful garbage, yes. Yeah, um, I, I, I just want to say congr- yeah. congratulations to Sylvester Stallone for just a tour de force of playing Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Because um, we know he can do not Sylvester Stallone. Actually, he, he does. It's, it's all right, but it's just stupid um man i can't sing the praises of george and tammy enough <laughs> that uh george jones and tammy wynette thing did you First finish of all, it for, oh yeah mm-hmm. performances are great and then i found out that it's actually them singing they yeah. learned to sing like the people and i think that's well, you notice cool, that michael so. shannon really didn't get it until the last episode in my opinion yeah. but well and i just love michael shannon uh Another thing that just started and I just watched it was I watched every season of Mythic Quest. Okay. Oh, that show's good. It's a good show. Uh, it's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Created by Charlie Rob Day McElhaney. and Rob McElhenney. Yeah. And it's got, you know, what's his face um, from Communities in it and Rickety Crickets in it. Yeah. Rickety and, Cricket. Uh, F. Murray uh, Abraham's in the first two seasons. <laughs> yes. And he's fantastic. Oh, right? he's so funny. Um, but I looked at, I, I was watching, and I was like, man, this is like, um, if it's always sunny and Silicon Valley had a baby. Yes. And then it yep. was, but it was raised in a good household, so it's nice. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a great way to describe it. Wow. Um, Letter Kenny, come on. Don't tease us. There's a new season. Six episodes, three hours. Ass, assholes. <laughs> anyway. That's all you get. <laughs> but I got theories. Mm. Uh, people are going evil. Um, I still can't watch uh, Abbott Elementary. Okay. Try it again and you just it, couldn't. It's too close to yeah. true. And finally, <laughs> I watched Night Court. Did anyone else watch Night Court? I do. No one's seen a bajillion commercials for it. You uh, and just about everybody in America because apparently well, the premiere episode ratings were huge. Yeah, it was their biggest comedy yeah. uh, awesome. premiere in a long time. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, how was it? So I really, I have fond memories of the original Night Court. Mm-hmm. This is very, very like um, spot on Night Court. And it's kind of weird. It feels like a show out of time wow. to me. As long you as know, Brent, Spiner track, can, you know, Brent Spiner needs to show up and play the redneck character. Uh, that's again, what right? I'm hoping. Um, yeah. But of course, the best thing on it again is John Larroquette. Of course. Um, they've only, they showed two episodes. I'm going to give it two more. And see if I if it's more than just nostalgia, but um, I think I'll I, I always thought the the funniest thing on night court was the people coming into the court, and they didn't quite have that down. So, oh. all right, yeah. uh, all right. Thank you, Shannon. Uh, Rebecca, would you like to go? Yeah, I've only got two things to talk about. Um, I went and saw a movie last Saturday that I was so excited about called Skinamarink. 
which is a low-budget experimental horror film. I would love to tell you what it's about. I'm still waiting for the movie to tell me. Uh, (laughs) After our recording last week, I was looking at my spreadsheet, and I'm like, wow, am I too generous with my movie ratings? Uh, (laughs) I feel the same way about my spreadsheet. (laughs) And uh, no, it turns out Skinamarink um, is our first .5 out of 5 movie on my spreadsheet for the year. <laughs> that said, the thing about this movie, um, it's got like a 3.1 on Letterboxd last I checked. And this movie, it's either one where you love it or you really hate it. And I fall in the really hate it camp because wow. it was 90 minutes of a, of a visual and auditory nightmare. I left the movie. I wanted to write the the writer director myself and ask for my money back. I <laughs> I had to drive out to West Jordan on a Saturday night to Jordan Landing. Oof. I had to park half a mile away from the movie theater. Wow. It, this place was a nightmare scenario, and I never want to do it again. That said, some people really like Skinamarink, so if you like experimental horror, go for it. Good luck um, with that. Good yeah. luck. Um, the other thing that I watched this week was that 90s show. As you know, I have been preparing by watching that 70s show. And Carrie, I see the face that you just made. And listen, I want you to know this show is actually very funny. Well, I it think, is. Okay. <laughs> I thought that 90s show was pretty cute. Um, the thing that did take me out of it was nobody once dropped a slur or used the R word. And mm. then I'm like, is it really the 90s if we're not just casually <laughs> dropping slurs? That's true. <laughs> I mean, fair um, point, but <laughs> that's um, true. But that said, what um, Red and Kitty are executive producers on the show now, and Laura Prepon got to direct a couple of episodes, and she oh. shows up quite a bit because she's in Netflix's cart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever. It was fun. I thought it the the girl that they have playing Eric and Donna's daughter. Her name is Leia. Eric Foreman grows up to be a Brian Young because he's teaching a religion of Star Wars class at a, at a college (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that tracks but whatever if you like that 70s show red and kitty are back and they're phenomenal they're the real stars well and uh i i I love red because he's my dad looks like my (laughs) dad acts like my dad and the kid that they have playing jackie and kelso's son they do that they do a really nice thing where they they may he's hot sure but he's also actually pretty smart. And so it's not just like a rehash of these characters from okay. that 70s show. Okay. It, they're different enough that, I mean, I I cared. I re- I thought everyone was great. I, is, I really like that. I have a fond place in my heart for that 70s show. Yeah, if you like that 70s show, you're going to like that 90s show. I, it's cute. It's fun. It's 10 episodes. I watched it in an afternoon. Okay. okay. And that's everything for me. Uh, who wants to go next? Jay? Yeah, what's up? Um, I haven't been consuming much, but I've, I've I got back into video games. My son visited, and every time he visits, I always get on something because he's just. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so, what are you playing? What are you playing? I can't believe I got sucked into this game, but uh, Far Cry Five, and the, the oh, one no. in Montana. I know it's been oh. out for years, but yeah, but that's actually a pretty good, a good one. Game. It's really it's a, it's good. A good one. Yeah, <laughs> I've been Far getting. Cry games are kind of fun though. Like I, I watched my are. husband plays those. And I hear I, people I think complain. Cool. Yeah, I hear people complain about them. Like you just don't like fun. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I'm I'm glad I picked this up now in 2023 because the game came out in 2019. I don't think I could play it back then. You know what I mean? Like, uh, cause just the politics of this, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. But honestly, it also kind of let me know, uh, I do miss the mountains that like I, it's, oh, it's so, pretty game guys. It's so stupid. I, I go in this game and I don't even try to do, I don't even try to get the bad guys. I just kind of go hunting and yep. I just go explore it and do like the side missions. It's fun to just look around and get, get on the binocs <laughs> and look at birds, you know, it's, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, once you finish that one, there's a, a kind of sequel, I guess. Yeah. I think it's called Far Cry New Dawn six? or something like that. I know there's a six. With, uh, with no, 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 no. It, it takes place. It. It's a direct sequel to Far Cry 5. Okay. And it takes place as though uh, something happened and there's an apocalypse event. And it's a post-apocalyptic 
setting oh, yeah. in that mountain town in Mountain okay. Area. I played that with my brother. It's awesome. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I, I which, to... which Far Cry is it where if the opening scene, if you just wait like 30 minutes, the game resolves itself? Four. Far four. Cry 4. Really? Yeah. It's a it's a it's a hack where like you get to the mountain the, wherever you are in the mountain and the guy's like stay right here I'll be right back and yep. he goes and that's when you like typical game take your opportunity to like explore and leave and go do whatever right. but if you just stay there I think it's for like thirty minutes he comes back and he's like okay here's all the things you need goodbye <laughs> roll credits roll credits yeah, that's roll actually credits. brilliant now, why why can't every game have yeah. that right? <laughs> that's a game it for rewards parents. your patience yeah. it rewards your patience I mean I there there it reminds me of the new Gotham game they're making just for Carrie. We're about halfway through the game. Robin shows up and says, let me take care of this, Batman. And then you just stand on the thing and watch him. No, it's around. Alfred that takes care of everything. Yes. <laughs> I'll just stand here and have my coffee. Al Alfred, Alfred rolls in. Oh, you're still here. Well. <laughs> Alfred, oh, the Mr. Wade. Uh, let's see. Um, you know what? Okay, so this whole quantum mania, uh, I have been, I'm, I'm excited and I've kind of went on a Jonathan Majors, uh, just kind of recap, just rehashing everything. Kind of a deep dive. He's yeah, in Salt Lake, or he's in Park City at least. Yeah, he's I've been doing sit-ups. Yeah. Uh, just like I just look at him when I do sit-ups. And but I, I, I'll be honest with you, um, I am familiar with Kang, but I didn't like. I just I'm not deep on my Kang. You, you feel me? Like I grew well, up with with a, with an apocalypse, dark side he, Thanos. No, I, he's complicated. He's he really is. complicated. And so I decided to brush up on my Kang. Oh, good. Yeah, and I and um, I did. Um, I went back and checked out some of the old Avengers stuff, you know, from and that was a, that was a good one. I'm still finishing that, but I did. There's a new uh, comic that com that came out recently called Kang uh, Timeless, and it's a, it's just a great read. It's a it's a quick one, but you you it is definitely a nice. Uh, peek into the headspace of Kang, where he's at now, and like it's 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 real fun to catch up with that. Um, I will say this, and I this might be an unpopular opinion. I have started watching uh, Velma on HBO Max, and I'm not all the way in. I I want to like this, but I feel like this show should have come out in 2017, and the writing because the writing just feels a bit outdated. I was like, we already know this. That's what I've heard, and I've heard they committed the cardinal sin of making Shaggy an actual stoner, when in reality he should just be like that. Just be a weirdo, yeah. It, just well, be a did, weirdo. No, did they did they turn him? Because I, the first I'm two only, episodes I watched, he's he's straight edge. Yeah, he, I'm oh, two, I don't know. Yeah, I I'm could two be wrong. episodes in, oh. and, the, and the writing just seems. I I kid you not. I was just like, this feels like 2017 leftovers and hmm. leftover I, stuff I, from I, the Mindy Project. And Every review I've read of this show is basically could just be a one word review. It's just why. <laughs> yeah, I have it, not like really seen anything positive come out of this show. I, I'm gonna it, bite. Uh, I'll bite the bullet next week. And actually, yeah, I, I like I, I like the aesthetic. It, yeah. I like the character. Like the characters. Everything about it is fun. I just because Cat and I were just like, why aren't we into this? And I'm like, we like the way it looks. We like the way the sound. Like, and I was like, it's the writing. That's what it is. It's just not. Yeah great hmm. so that's my the, uh, personal opinion people may you can you may come at me in the comments and guess what i can't read so <laughs> <laughs> it uh it dethroned dragon ball evolution as the lowest rated uh show on imdb last week wow wow <laughs> yeah that's uh, really I'm, it yeah. i'm gonna continue watching it i watched the first two episodes yeah, i'll, give, okay I'll, I'll keep it. trying i'll die in the fire with you carrie i mean i'm i'm not laughing out loud <laughs> at it i'll say that but yeah. i'm not i'm not hating it anyway i guess there's a scene um, where to where to help velma get out of a panic attack daphne kisses her yeah, yeah. don't like, do that hey to get don't, someone out of a panic don't attack do kiss that. them yeah don't yeah <laughs> I was I, I was just like this is bad and codependent you know like yeah. uh, which Puss let me boots, the last wish watch how they tackle a yep. panic attack in a beautiful way yeah yep. not Don't, this nonsense yeah I was like this is outdated writing anyone that goes to therapy knows that this is a bad idea yes. and you're creating codependent behavior uh, before we leave Jay. Uh, consume his podcast. How did the BB Newworth interview go? Oh my God. My goodness. Um, BB Newworth, uh, please check out uh, my podcast, Glad You Made It Podcast. And myself and Kat sit down with BB Newworth for an interview. And it is absolutely wonderful. She's super nice. I 
she you realize she has so much in her career we talked about robert rodriguez because oh, uh, she, she was in one of my favorite movies that she's in is the faculty and i you know like uh, and i yeah. a lot of people know her from cheers i'm i found her through fraser you know so second yeah. second generation stuff but uh <laughs> we talked about her career but we were able to pull some great stories from her where she talks about chicago or her time in adam's family talk she talks about the new wednesday she talks about uh meeting meeting uh fossey you know what i mean and just going out for oh. an audition back mm. back then it's like so much information and if you're a, a performer or who just or someone who just loves the theater and the arts you're gonna love this interview so make sure you check it out and thanks for reminding me and uh uh it was just a wonderful experience yeah glad you made a podcast we got more guests coming on so make sure you check it out all right uh lee tony who wants to go i can jump in my, okay. my list is small but mighty. So uh, first off, Rebecca and Tony talked me into starting a spreadsheet so I can keep track of the media that I'm consuming <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and rating it. I've also added a notes column so I can remember what I liked about it. That's so, good. Um, yep. And it's been revolutionary. So first, today the is day. The power of spreadsheets. <laughs> awesome. Uh, this is this is day 122 of my media of my uh, hobby streak. So if you want to follow along with that, it's uh, Grimley's on Instagram. Just making sure I sit down for a minimum of half an hour every day and work on hobby stuff. And it's been transformative to say the very That's least. That's dope, man. So, that is yeah. good. Yeah. Media-wise, uh, started Altered Carbon, the book, the novel. Um, oh, the I was literally Kodak's about to be like, books. the show? No, no, the, no, the forever book. Forever ago? The book. So, uh, and also discovered the joy of thrift books because I, I like the idea of just being able to buy a used copy of a novel because I like books. I like to keep books, but I, I kind of hate the idea of the destruction of resources that go into making them so uh finally watched nope oh man oh, yeah. i watched that too good movie that movie is phenomenal and m night Shyamalan, you need to take some notes on what a twist looks like <laughs> yeah. in a movie because well m night Shyamalan, what he has started doing he started focusing i think solely on adaptations because his next movie that's coming out um knock at the cabin in cabin? the woods or whatever yeah um it's based on a book that i read by paul tremblay who's actually a phenomenal horror writer but, but we both know he barely adapted old. I well, that's what I'm saying is I think what he's doing is he's fo he's not coming up with original stuff anymore. He's taking yeah things that he can adapt and then add his little Shyamalan Salt Bay twist on See, it. Yeah, I would have thought that he'd have given up after that first attempt with Avatar: The Last Airbender. <laughs> got him! Oh, oh, you sure man. got him! Yikes! Yeah. Um, also, uh, Last of Us. Season oh, one, episode man. one. So I, 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 a lot of people are saying, "Oh, Pedro Pascal just plays uh, adopted father figures." Well, if you do something well, keep doing it there because you go. boy, oh boy, does he do it well. Great yeah. show, really, really bleak. If you have a hard time with that kind of, uh, there's, there's no real hope for the future, really. I mean, there is, but they get into that later. Um, and as far as I, I had a friend who was like, "Oh, I, how do you adopt a game that's been done so well?" especially with some of the changes. I was really surprised how faithful they were to the first at least half hour of the video game. So um, Battlestar Galactica got to the episode where Starbuck explodes. <laughs> oh, I yeah. forgot about that. Wow. Uh, and uh, wow, what an incredible show. How, how wonderfully done. Sure, it's starting to show its age a little bit with some of the some of the themes wouldn't carry well to a modern audience, but for the most sure. part, it's fantastic. And then uh, today, I actually discovered a show that I'd never even heard of called For the Love of Kitchens, which is done, I think, by the Bake Off people. <laughs> it follows the Bake Off formula almost perfectly. And it's just showing how to transform kitchen space. And uh, it, was like, it was like watching a meditation because they go God. in, they... They rip out the kitchen. They they renovate it. It's the house of Duval. You know, mm. it's like high style stuff. They're do they knock out people, the wall between the kitchen and living room? Really open up that space? No. What they do is they're focusing on British spaces. So they're like, hey, we've got a galley kitchen. It's ten feet wide, twelve feet long. What mm. do we do? And they just they just renovate the space that they have. But they they do a lot of really cool design stuff that I really enjoy, and it's fun. And for me, it's like it's like a gentle hug. And then the last thing. Uh, I've been trying to go back and study old media because we forget where we came from media-wise. So a couple weeks ago, I was doing my Buster Keaton, um, went through my Roscoe Arbuckle phase, and then I went into Max Fleischer, 
who created Betty Boop and was the original animator for the Popeye cartoons. Also the and inventor of great Superman. And and those Superman cartoons. Inventor of the rotoscope. He's actually more famous as an inventor oh. and a patent holder than just about anything else. If you go back and watch the old Popeye cartoons, especially Popeye and Sinbad the Sailor, you will see the list of patents he created to make that technology of the rotating screen and all this other stuff. Anyway. Interesting. Went back and watched the Betty Boop cartoons, and that is some wild stuff because she was not even a woman when that show started. She was a French poodle, and she was Bimbo the dog's girlfriend, but she was so hot, everybody was like, we want more of that hot dog, but we don't want to be hot for a dog. dog. So then they're like, okay, let's make her a flapper girl. Then the Hayes Commission comes in and says, (laughs) you can't have a hot woman dating a dog, and that's where Bimbo the dog went. We need Animorphs Betty Boop. (laughs) <laughs> well, you watch you watch any Bimbo the Dog cartoon from 1930 to 1933, you basically get that her progression from French poodle to human. I so. got it. <laughs> so weird, Pretty wild right. stuff. Did not know okay. about that. Tony, go. Uh, we talked about Last of Us. Love it. Um, I started another post-apocalyptic show on accident. Uh, after that, Station Eleven on HBO. Mm. People have been telling me to watch this, it's, and I it's really want. Cool. I want to. I don't have the bandwidth for another yeah. pandemic themed thing. I, I believe it's a mini series, so there's no rush to catch up before the second season comes out. Mm-hmm. But Why is everyone uh, obsessed with post-apocalyptic shit? They keep, it's like they're trying to tell us because we're just we're just wait. We're, it's a preview. Yeah, so we we're just trying to get prepared. We're kind of, we're kind of there. We're just, yeah, like Rebecca said, guessing how it's going to play out. Yeah. Yep. it's like trying. the end of Ghostbusters. Choose the instrument of your destruction. Right, it's like when the apocalypse <laughs> actually happens. Like I get to be Pedro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm really liking that one. Um, seen two or three episodes of that. Uh, my wife and I started the Willow show that we haven't talked about really at all on Disney Plus. I Holy like the first cow, couple episodes. Holy cow, it's pretty freaking good. Well, yep. I'm glad you guys are watching it because we, we should be talking about it, but I just don't have it in me. Same. I, yeah, I, don't, I just don't care. I, that's the thing is well, I, I don't care Shannon. either, but, but the three I started of us, it. Like, Carrie, Shannon, and I, we were adults when the first Willow came out, and that was a show very squarely aimed at like 12-year-olds. Right. So, yeah. And I went and yeah. saw it in the theater, and I was just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I've seen enough. You don't need to go rewatch the movie or anything. They do plenty of little flashbacks and stuff so you know how they oh, got to where okay. they're at as the story unfolds. But I am amazed at how much I am liking Willow season one. It's, it's funny. Fun. It's got great music. The, the characters are interesting. Um, it's just a good, advent, a good little adventure comedy show. Okay. Um, really enjoying it. I'll watch anything that gets labeled too woke just to see what they're talking about. And, oh. uh, it's, not, <laughs> yeah. it's not that woke, so it's they've really got a lesbian not. couple in it. Woo, scary. Yeah. Ron, oh, it's, no. It's lesbian. Ron Howard swears he's going to direct an episode if it gets renewed for season two. Cool. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. Let's see. Finished Kindred. And, man. I, How was I, it? Oh, so good. I cannot wait for the second season. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was phenomenal. Um, and then last but not least... I watched the menu last week. Let's oh, go! Boy. I'm gonna that, send you my meme. I'm gonna send you the meme that, that you're not gonna show understand. Is so good. I loved it. Ten yeah. out of ten. No notes. All right. <laughs> so which which terrible customer did you identify with the most? Uh, what are I, these? They're tortillas. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if I'd be a customer. I think I'd be one of the cooks. Yep. <laughs> oh, you're one of them. I think I'm one yep. of them. <laughs> You're That's not the a, thing is, I would also, I'm one of them. Yeah. <laughs> You're a doer. You're not a consumer. You're yeah, a doer. I'm That's afraid funny. I would be. Yeah. All right. Uh, I uh, I took a look at some beautiful garbage this week, but what beautiful it is garbage. is the beautiful garbage. I, That's the name of my I, autobiography. I decided I was going to watch, because I've been watching the Star Trek movies, Okay. I decided to dive into uh, Generations and First <laughs> Contact and Generations I, I is better than we remember oh, it. First Generations Contact is phenomenal. In my opinion, Generations is a better movie than we it's remember. Better it's better than bad. we remember. It's not bad at all. Yeah. Uh, First Contact, good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm halfway through Insurrection. No. <laughs> is that where and, you're going to stop? And you know what? It's it's again halfway through. Not as bad as I remember. Okay. Not great. But F. Murray Abraham is the villain, and uh, you know, so that's worth sticking around for. Uh, so anyway, he's that's everywhere. He is. Uh, but I did watch a movie uh, last night, 
uh, called The Pez Outlaw. It's a documentary about the Pez collectors. <laughs> so yes, does they it collect Pez. Does it talk about, I think eBay was started because of Pez collection. Or they, I might be wrong. But they, didn't, they didn't explore that, but this was pre-internet, the, the, oh. the, the story that he's talking about. Because this guy would fly... Underground to, Pez collectors. To the, yeah, he would fly to the country where the Pez headquarters was, where they were manufacturing them. Because there was, there's the Pez headquarters in Europe, and then there's American Pez. And anything that's manufactured has to be approved in America to be distributed in America. But the rest of the world gets these other pezzes that we don't get. So he would go, and this is a you know it's a it's a country it's a, it's under siege it's you know not in a great place. And he would go and he would buy these rare pezzes for like ten cents each, and fly back and sell them. And he's he's retired now, and he's got a ranch, and uh, he's he's doing he's doing all right. Yeah, it was kind of fascinating. On a anyway. scale of peach to alabaster Greek yogurt, how white is this show? <laughs> Pretty white. <laughs> Pretty white. Yeah. It's on, a, it's on a scale of cert to subway tile. How white is this? <laughs> now that you mention it, uh, on it's a scale all, it's all of white, white it's, subway tile to gray vinyl flooring. <laughs> yeah, it's white subway tile. It's uh, it's, it's pretty white. Uh, also, a show that uh, I oh, watched. Yeah. There's only there's only eight episodes of it, but I watched the League of Their Own TV series. Oh, how's oh, that? I want to watch that. You know, it's not bad. My wife really, really liked it. I didn't hate it. Um, it it it's uh, it's it's very wokely. You may want to. What you watch got it. about le- oh. what you got against lesbians, Carrie? It's oh, it's a, it's a it's a whole self discovery, a whole menagerie of lesbians. Lesbian love story. You know, it better be. And, and it, <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was uh, it was interesting uh, because not only you know the time that the story takes place you've got you've got uh, uh, lesbians and, and and black folks and all of the re- all of the repression that goes along with it and how they you know survive uh, but uh, it was uh, it was kind of interesting eight episodes it's Apple TV yeah I think it was on Apple mm. anyway they they do good work they, they do yeah, pretty good yes Rebecca um Carrie once you're done I have a late breaking what la- uh. Uh, breaking news. Hit it. Um, Jason Siegel, we know Jason Siegel, um, in an interview, uh, a podcast called 20 Questions on Deadline, um, he talks about a project that he's currently working on, a live action update of Space Ghost. <gasps> he would it's be a good. project he's very passionate about. There's a character called Space Ghost who I really love as a kid. He was like a 1960s superhero, and he was then resurrected on Comedy Central as an ironic talk show host. So I wrote a live-action version of that that I would love to make. So So if he does with Space Ghost what he did with that Muppets... Wait, he's going to do Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, live-action? So he's working on it. There's no confirmation on if it's like happening or not but it is something that he's working well, on. well now is it is it because the cartoon i mean i i own all the episodes in there on on my dvd uh the cartoon he was a serious superhero he was yeah. you know mm-hmm. and and the villains were serious and and it was you know i loved it as a little kid and it then, was kind of awesome <laughs> and then they made him into this joke which i also loved because it made sense <laughs> Uh, he was. So, I thought he was so much better as a as a himbo. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. If Jason, well, I I hope he's not going. Well, that might be he funny. Be a good I space like Jason Siegel. I think he's hilarious. Well, I just I just think with him in that suit, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's kind of he's too goofy looking for. It'd be like me dressing up as Space Ghost. I think anybody doesn't... in that suit would look stupid. Hmm. I, I'm looking forward to uh, starting to watch that show with him and Harrison Ford that just came out. Uh, it was it a, seri- a, a serious one? Shrinking? No, it's called. Oh. It's created by the one of the producers of Ted Lasso. He's pretty famous. He's done oh, okay. a bunch hmm. of stuff. But I guess Not Siegel's the anti-Ted Lasso on this show. Oh, nice. okay. Oh no. Well, I will wait for that live-action. Spin. Oh I, yeah, cre- Shrinking is created by Brett Goldstein and Bill Lawrence. And oh. Jason. Bill Lawrence uh, from Scrubs. I am All funny in on people, this. Yeah. This looks great. I like it. Where's Cougar Town? Oh, that's on Apple Plus, I think. Apple TV Apple Plus. Plus. Shrinking. Yeah. They, they I like do good, Cougar they Town, do good work. actually. 
Cougar I tried Town to watch funny. it when I had a fever last year, and my children made fun of me, so I can't watch Cougar it. Cougar Town is funny. If you, if you just get past that stupid title, it's a yeah. funny show. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, games, Tony? Nothing? Anything? Uh, no, actually, I think there is a little bit of something-something coming out this week. Um, let me pull it up again real quick. Yeah, so this week, um, <laughs> there's a cave... Uh, oh, that was last week. But it was a game called Definitely Not Fried Chicken. and that <laughs> <laughs> Is that the sequel to Is It Cake? I don't know. No, that was actually the name of my restaurant. <laughs> Definitely not. Yeah, that fits. Uh, last week we also got, I forgot to mention, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden. If you like the Persona games, they bring uh, brought them out for the updated system so you can play them again without having to pull out like an old PSP or a PlayStation Vita or something. So... This week, though, uh, Monster Hunter Rise used yes. to be Switch only. It's coming yes. out. Oh, that came out yesterday, actually, as of this recording. Uh, but that's an important one. It's out on the PlayStations and the Xbox and, and, and everything now, so you can play it on that instead of just Switch or PC. Uh, this week, though, Forspoken coming out on PC and PS5. That one's a new one from the Square Enix folks, but it's like a open-world RPG Looks pretty interesting. Um, obviously, check the reviews before you go spend your hard-earned money on it, just to make sure. Um, uh, other than that, that's kind of the only one that's really worth mentioning. Unless is the twenty-seven? Oh, the twenty-seventh is Friday. The new Dead Space remake comes out this Friday. Oh, and that if you played the first round of Dead Space games, they were phenomenal. Yeah, Lee looks really he's excited. He's very excited about this. Um, well, I like space games. Yes. And I like games about dead things. So oh, dead man. space. And so this is a re a remake. Not a remaster. This is like a remake from the ground up. Kind of like they did with the Final Fantasy VII. Exactly. Yeah. And so Which I is think, also freaking amazing. Really good, yeah. yeah. And so I'm very excited for Dead Space, uh, the Dead Space remake on Friday. We and, should play uh, it, Tony. I am in 100%. Okay. And that, do that does it for games this week. That's good. Thank you so much. Mr. B, if you would, please. All right, you guys, uh, the hand's ready. Uh, it's good to go, but we're going to shelf it. Tax write-off. But, ah, Tax write-off on the ham. But I want the ham. <laughs> I've been reading about the ham for so long. I've been anticipating the ham, and then you shelf the ham? <laughs> Tax write-off. Oh. Frazier was great in the ham. 